0: This episode is part of a series of startup profiles we're doing to showcase the businesses in Acro's first Township Accelerator. This means that all the startups in this cohort either have a founder who grew up in or is based in a township, or that the startup does business within the township economy. This time we have on Rodney Riskridge, the CEO and founder of Kangalani Business College. Awesome, cool. Um, so could you take us through a bit about your, your, your background and how you came to fund Kangalani?
1: Um, I, I guess it started with, with, with something that I found missing, um, in the MOOC, in the MOOC, is it MOOCs in the MOOC space? Um, the massive online courses, um, a former person I once stated last year, no, she spoke to me last year about the Google digital skills for Africa. And there was this course that she said, it would be great for me. And I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't commit to doing it. Until I went to the villages and I started working on the boutique hotel that I've been working on, which is about 70% done now in the Eastern Cape. So, after that backbreaking work, and I felt just physical work, I needed to do something for my mind, you know, to develop my mind because I love a good balance of things. So, I threw myself deep into this Google Digital Skills for Africa and I came out on the other side feeling like I lacked the high tech and high touch element of it which is you have this great course and the certificate is actually valuable and you know it opened up my mind to so much you know you know spaces i could play in and other opportunities that are out there of the same method of learning but i didn't have a sense of community around me i didn't have a tutor i didn't have as much as there was video and there was You know like transcribed stuff so i felt like we needed something like that and at the beginning of the year especially after a mentor of mine who introduced me to 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 the whole business space you know mr Reginald said you need to come in and you need to do the a satellite session of what we were doing i think under their csi project and I gained confidence to say, no, I, maybe I could actually tutor students who are doing the Google Digital Skills for Africa and your Facebook Blueprint and your courses from Harvard, Yale, you know, where you are, in the township where you are, in the villages where you are. You could learn from Yale. You could learn from Harvard. You could learn from Facebook. And it actually started there, you know. So, Kanganae Business Colleges was going to be this, this tutoring, facilitating, structuring space where we bring together all of those courses so instead of you just learning for three months how to be a cashier and that's it you could actually learn how to be a digital marketer you could learn how to be a cashier at the same time elsewhere and then get a full package of what you could have done in the same three months so that's where we started and then COVID said you guys can't really gather Mm. in one place and that's when we 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 thought okay let, let's let's find something else i think eric Reese calls it a pivot mm-hmm. where you now you've kept to the same vision of all this abundance of knowledge which is certified but now you're bringing in this high touch and this high tech space or, or element to it and that's when we said okay well that's why that's when i said sorry that's when i said which other platform or technology is actually has a reach that's far and wide at the same time it has all this content that's constantly being generated on a daily basis and we could just tap into it and then certify people at the same time so achieving the same thing we wanted to achieve in january Mm -hmm. and that's when we came up with on air as a tool to say how can radio how can we make the learning from radio um certified and and, ve- and and recognized so that's how we came up with on air to to try and, and 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 recognize the learning that i've been doing on radio that other people are doing on radio and then we jumped on air on you know on a couple of radio sessions just you know just lecturing and then trying to get listeners to convert into students and we actually had a tough time there because of the, the bad you know maybe targeting of radio stations and the audiences and the time slots and so on and just learning how to package on a on a and how to sell it when to drop the link does the registration even have a website can we send them to facebook does the lesson have data to go onto facebook and and it was a mess there's so many pieces to move and 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 just cogs to oil and and have functioning at the same time yeah, that, that's when we, we, we started creating on air as a real product, uh, as a platform, you know. So before, when we went on radio, we, we, I hacked together Google Forms and their add-on, which is called Certify Them. So Certify Them, um, you know, you answer a few questions on Google Forms and then it instantly converts it into a certificate. So I actually used that as an on-air platform. And then I kept on designing it around, you know, designing around it, like the wireframes, the prototype, and so on, you know. So that's when I actually thought, okay, maybe there are podcasts because I listen to podcasts a lot. And then I also learned when COVID hit that there's actually Zoom calls now. So the learning that's actually happening on Zoom calls can actually be certified and recognized instantly.
0: Awesome. Uh, you know, I mean, when I was w- watching your pitch video um, and when I heard about On Air, like, it immediately clicked to me because I've got a couple of favorite podcasts that I listen to, and they're not, like, w- one of them is a Game of Thrones, like, theory, like, really in-depth, nerdy theories. And I would love to, like, be ranked and to be able to participate in, like, a quiz to um, certify my knowledge about the Game of Thrones books, you know, or Sam Harris's podcast, like, there are a lot of sort of psychological theories and a lot of, a lot of like little um, cool things that he mentions, like, you know, the Dunning-Kruger effect and like just um, psychology terms and things. I would love to be able to, you know, like to <laughs> just do a little um, quiz about the, um, his podcast and then be ranked, you know, we, we were really, really cool. So that was, for me, I was like, wow, that's cool. You know? Yeah.
1: that That's actually the pitch. That, that's what we wanted to do with on A. But at the same time, there's, there's a podcast actually love by NPR, which is Planet Money. It actually did a mock-up diploma where they actually do a full podcast mm, and I then quiz you on it. And actually recorded the whole session and download the whole session. And yeah, I actually put it on Google Slides as like a, a mock-up lesson where I'd actually do the the, certif- the certification processes myself and you'd listen to, the, to this podcast and then you'd take the test and then get our certificate and then use that as a pitch. So um, that's when we were playing full hard on, on, on it.
0: Awesome, yeah. Um, so now, how's that sort of um, fitting into Kangalani at the moment?
1: Um, when it, it, it wasn't taking off or it was taking too long, we were actually developing the, the SmartBiz platform, which is a tool also that we we're trying to use as one of the tools. Mm-hmm. and And is basically your automated and digitized instance business model canvases pitch decks elevator pitches, and so on so basically it 's the same concept you answer a few questions and then like for business model canvas you 'd answer nine questions and then press submit and then get your business model canvas instantly on your email instead of printing from the internet um, completing the nine square the, the nine blocks and then scanning and then keeping it digitally so mm-hmm. Because I'm also at at the Johannesburg Business School and with entrepreneurs, I learned that there was an opportunity and they were asking for it. So I kept on doing that, the smart business element of Kangalan Business College, and then on it kind of took a back seat from there. Yeah.
0: and one day you, you'll iterate to that when you have more resources, and you know you keep that on the back burner for now. Exactly. That's exactly. a really cool idea. I mean, I, I love that idea
1: thank you thank you, thank
0: you a lot. awesome um so cool so um oh um what what will be the re- revenue model f- for on air actually
1: so for on air we we were planning on native adverts at at, at the beginning and then we realized that, that there were many opportunities for example if you're listening to a radio station that's what you're exactly doing. You are listening to an advert on radio. If you're listening to an, to, to an OMO advert, you have to actually listen to an OMO advert and imagine the OMO advert. But if you have a digital platform that actually mirrors or acts as a digital twin of the radio station at the very moment, you could actually place an advert or a mini video advert, or you could place a, a poster of the OMO advert with the link and with actually directions or a Google Maps you know, link to where you could actually get the product. So for us, it was, it was more than just native ads. It was us mirroring the exact advert that's actually on radio at the very moment. And then charging them a portion of what that radio charges at the very slot, at the very time.
0: Okay, okay. Um. So did, did you say um? So, 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 so the listener w- would view it on your platform at the same time? Is that what you mean?
1: Yes. So if an advert is playing, you could actually view it on our platform. It's either you you view the image or you view the video and with other options like a link to buy the product exactly at the very minute instead of actually going to the shop and then buying it later.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, um, so w- where would you say your main focus is now and, um, you know, where are you going in the next sort of five years kind of thing? I mean, what's your sort of medium term game plan?
1: Um, because we started as this MOOC school thing of high tech, high touch, and, and COVID said, let's pivot a bit to develop other products for Cangland for Business College. We then started our focus on on air, and then we shifted to SmartBiz. And then, during the consultations we had with Acro and and the whole program, I actually realized that what I what I'm really passionate about is the consultation behind the products that I'm doing. It be it either I'm on radio and I'm giving a lecture using on air as a tool, or I'm using SmartBiz as a consultation a consultation tool. So what we're doing now, we, we we've positioned ourselves more of a consultation firm using those tools as on air and and smart biz. So if you have your own podcast, you could use our tools and then you give the lecture or you consult. So that's what we've been trying to focus on now. It's consultation and then using those tools as our products. But really see ourselves doing, it's more of our blue strategy, our blue ocean strategy, which is CSI, but not just any CSI, but a rural CSI, especially in the construction space, you know, because for us, you know, construction gigs take like, would be like five years long, 12 years long, and construction is not easily distracted by COVID and other, you know, economic turmoils, if you will. Um, so for, for me it and and because i also love the rural space and i think it's a raw space that's not really touched by many software tools like smart bears on air, so it's a perfect opportunity to to just use those tools they consult and you know just start with startups from scratch you know introduce them to what a startup is what a business model canvas is and launching within a month without those old thinkings of i need so much capital i need to raise two million, I need three months of just, you know, theorizing. It's a matter of mm. doing what we're telling them to do and just running with it.
0: Uh, and CSI in this context stands for?
1: Um yeah, sorry. It stands for in this context for corporate social investments.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. I oh so. yeah. Yeah.
1: Thank
0: you. Awesome. Um so um where do you sort of see what's the sort of long-term vision, like for the space and for you? I mean, sort of 10 years, 20 years, you know?
1: Um, for me, I don't really see a go-to technology or go-to platform for startups in, in South Africa. Well, that, that's, that's my space. And if that's my space, I think there are other entrepreneurs that I know that don't have a platform they could go to. So that's the space I'm trying to create. But my, my, my long-term or my 3 years my plan, it's to see one of our products like SmartBiz acting as, and you know, you know how you'd apply on a website for, you know, say for an account, and you could either choose to sign up with Facebook or to sign up with Google. So we actually see ourselves as that button on the internet where you could apply with SmartBiz. Because we would have collected all your business data via a business model canvas, via a pitch deck, we would have collected enough data to, to just slot it in by just pressing one button, which, which would be your apply with SmartBiz. Mm-hmm. So we, we see ourselves gathering all your data, keeping it on the cloud for whenever you need it. And instead of you having to go through the filling up of all the funding documents, it's a matter of just pressing apply with SmartBiz and it all falls into place and you can actually just focus on your business. But right now it's it's collecting the data. It, it it's building up our our data and our entrepreneur database and, and developing them at the moment. Mm. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, another important thing I think to remember now is that why is it named Kangalani Business College? So I think it's it's 1782, right, where my great-grandfather's traveling back from India, I think to fit some spices, or whatever industry was, was booming at the time, and on the 4th of August, that's when there was a shipwreck by them miscalculating the distance from the land um, around Flagstaff in the Eastern Cape, and some died, some died on their way to Cape Town, some died on their way to Mozambique, and some stayed, I guess, and by the Eastern Cape where we, where they then migrated up to where I actually live now. And I think one of the reasons he actually stayed it was because he was a white man in England and a peasant because that's what it says on the documents. And why would you leave the land of opportunity and re- to return as a peasant? So he actually started his own businesses. Um, my father also started his own because he was the first to have a taxi in the, East, in the whole of the Eastern Cape and then the first person to have a bus in the whole of the Eastern Cape and then right. his father had shops, general stores, and one is still standing and is actually known as a person who just starts the general, you know, general stores, you know, he he would, he would find you sick, he'd tell you, I'll get you a coffin, I'll make it from scratch and when you drop dead, he'll make you a coffin and, you know, it didn't climb funding, <laughs> you know, you just did it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yo. Um, so, 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 entrepreneurship's in the blood, hey?
1: I could argue that um, because, yeah, those men have inspired me. And then there was a case of my uncle who passed away when I was three, when I was two going for three. And how I would hear of, you know, people would come to me in the village and tell me that I still eat because he upskilled me, you know. So for me, that was, you know, I don't know how to put it into words now, but for, for, for someone to say, I still eat for like years and years and years because I got upskilled like once or just twice, for me, that, that, that continued to blow my mind forever. Hence, we, we started this college to upscale because if you just do it once, the person will be able to teach themselves they will be able to fish themselves instead of us continuing to just give them fish all the time.
0: And, and his name was Kangalani. His surname. Exactly. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. exactly.
0: yeah. Awesome story. That's really cool.
1: Thank you.
0: Thank awesome, you. Um, is there anywhere people can find you online?
1: Um, online. I'm, I'm very new to LinkedIn. I'm really trying LinkedIn. It's very tough for me because I'm, my, my, yeah, my, my writing style is very free and stuff. So- business like but it's Rodney Roscridge on LinkedIn on Facebook it's Rodney Roscridge I have a very public number as an, as, a, as an author and, and uh, yeah so it's 072 it's seven882 that's my number on WhatsApp and then social media
0: Okay awesome okay we'll, we'll put those links in No thank you Cool oh thanks for coming on the podcast eh huh?
1: No, thank you for for giving me the first experience of a podcast. You know, yeah. with cops and
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> on my on my part.
1: <laughs> the person I've named, you know, my company after, he went to the same school he attended, and the year he passed on, he actually had girl children study at the same college, which he then named after a, a, a Bondo King Moshe. It's actually known now as Moshe. You know, before it was just boy children, yeah. and the year he passed on, I think it was 93, they actually had, you know, girl children study there and then more options of what you could actually study at the same college in the what? Eastern Cape. Yeah. And it's one of the main colleges there. And besides the, the university in Damtata. So yeah, that, yeah, he always blows my mind when I hear of his, of his story. So yeah.
0: Awesome. Great. Um, thanks for coming on the podcast. And until next time.
1: Yes. And yeah, until next time. Until next time.